Good morning on this Tuesday morning and welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. The big question that is asked today, what is in a name? What does a name mean? What does it signify? If we are to look at the scripture in the book of Psalms, Psalm number 8, the scripture says, how excellent is the name of the Lord? What do we mean by excellent? Well, if we were to take that word, how wide, how powerful, how famous, how glorious, how goodly, how mighty, how noble, how principal, and how worthy is the name of the Lord. Of course, the name Lord means Jehovah as it's translated into our modern day uh, language. And you find that quite uh, uh, a bit in the scripture. Others may translate it as uh, Yahweh, but it comes from the word that means the self-existent or eternal one. He, he exists on his own. He doesn't need air. He doesn't need food. He doesn't need anyone or anything. He is just self-existing. He is also eternal. He is Jehovah. And that is the name that uh, the Jewish people or Israel uh, were given by the Lord through Moses when he appeared unto him on the burning bush. And we're going to be looking at some of these things, but we want to uh, arise our, our curiosity uh, with questions. And we want to look at some of these questions like, how is it that the name of the Lord is a refuge? Why and how is it that a name has power? What is in a name? Why are the names of God so important to us as believers today? Why did God name certain people in the Bible and or change their names? And, you know, we can think of Saul to Paul. Uh, we can think of uh, uh, Simon to Peter. Uh, we can think of Abram to Abraham, Sarai to Sarah. Uh, these names were changed. We got Jacob uh, to Israel. Why did God change their names uh, in the scripture? Or why did God give them the name? Like his name shall be called John. Uh, John the Baptist when his father, uh, Zechariah, was given. He shall be called John, even though nobody in his family was called John. We have Jesus. His name shall be called Jesus, Yeshua, Savior. So these are questions. Why did God name people in the Bible or change their names? And we want to look at some of the names of people and some of the names of God. And I say God more than one because they're not more than one God, but more than one name. Some people would just simply say their titles, but some are titles and some are names. And we're going to be looking at this a little bit today. What does that have to do and how does that relate to me and my life as a Christian? Well, think about your name. Sometimes we think, well, I wish someone would have named me differently or I would have been called by a different name. But God knows us even by our name. He knows exactly what we were going to be called. And like I said before, there are names that God does change in people's lives. But let's look at some of these. In Psalm number 8, verse 1, 
to the chief musician <clears throat> upon Giddith, a psalm of David, O Lord, our Lord. And here you have to distinguish uh, the name that is used. It actually says, uh, O Lord, Jehovah, our Lord, and it uses the word Adon, uh, or we could uh, get the word Adonai from there. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name. And of course, uh, all of us uh, can look at, no matter what it is, everything has a name. It's important for us to realize that, uh, whether we call it water, whether we call it rain, whether we call it a dog, a cat, a horse, a pig, an elephant, everything has an, a name. It identifies its character. It identifies its characteristics. It gives a distinction to that thing, whatever it is. A chair is very different than a car. Even though a car may have a seat to sit on, it does not make it a sofa. Everything has a name. And because of that, we have to understand that in the realm of the Spirit, things have names also. The devil himself is called the devil. He's also called Satan. That, those are two of his names. He's also called the wicked one. He's called the deceiver. He's called the serpent. He's called that great dragon. So we find not only the titles and the names that are given, but the significance, this description that is behind each and every one of those names. Now, as we get a little bit, to, as they say, to the nitty-gritty here where the pedal touches the metal, think about sicknesses, diseases, evil, pain, hurt. All of these things have a name. Whether we call it cancer or whether we call it uh, meningitis or whether we call it uh, blindness, everything has a name. So it should not surprise us that God himself has a name and he revealed what we call his covenant name. To the nation of Israel. And this is how he wanted to be known by them. This is how he revealed himself. As you read and study the Old Testament. You see that every time he unveiled a part of himself. So that he could be known. It was always Jehovah Rapha. Uh, Jehovah your healer. Uh, Jehovah Nisa. Jehovah your banner over you. A Jehovah Jireh, a Jehovah your provider. In other words, it was a way of explaining to the people something that you cannot see, a, a, a name. You, you know, you write the word name, you can see the word name, but you can't see what's behind it unless the characteristics of that name are revealed and unveiled. So when you say Jehovah, uh, uh, Rafa, you're saying Jehovah the healer. He said that he would be their healer if they've met certain conditions. He told them, I am your provider, uh, as he appeared to Abraham and provided that ram. 
So it's important for us to understand the significance and the power that is behind a name. To understand it a little bit more closely, let's finish reading off the psalm. It says, O Lord, our Lord. Remember, two different words are used there. How excellent is your name in all the earth who has set your glory above the heavens. The greatest power of attorney is in a name. Today, we would say in legal terminology, we would sign the power of attorney in a document to give someone the right to exercise whatever power has been invested or vested in them on our behalf, whether it's to uh, manage the finances, uh, uh, whether it's to uh, uh, take care of the business, the power of attorney letter with the signature of the individual represents a lot. So in the realm of the spirit, we as believers and as Christians have been, give us, have been given the greatest power of attorney in prayer, in word or words, or in deeds. Whatever we do, all we're to do is in the name of the Lord or in the name of Jesus. When the scripture mentions this and when it talks about it, that whatever we do in word or whatever we do in deed, that we all do it to the glory of God, that we all do it in the name of Jesus, that we do it. Why? Because that is the name that is above every name. In the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, it gives us a description so that you can understand <clears throat> the power of attorney that has been invested or vested, given, delegated to us <clears throat> by God himself. This was done through the accomplishment of Jesus at the resurrection in that he was given a name that is above all names. So in Colossians chapter 3 verse 17 it says, And whatsoever you do, there's the word deed or action, in word or in deed, whether you're praying, interceding, whether you're having a prayer meeting, uh, whether you're going out witnessing, whether you're sharing the gospel, whether you're working at work, uh, whether you're, you're at home, whether you're at school, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. See, it simplifies it there. Do it in the name of Jesus, not as some magical uh a uh, token of some sort, uh, uh, some mumbo-jumbo hocus-pocus that we're, we're going to say and, and something's going to happen. But it is because we have been delegated the power of attorney. We have been given His name to be able to exercise His authority, His power, His right in circumstances situations, difficulties, problems, persecutions, afflictions, whatever it is that we are going through, understand 
that the nature of the name of Jesus is the name that is above every name. It's above the name of the problem that you may be going through. It's the name above every sickness or disease that can be named or mentioned. There's diseases that are mentioned that are the lettering is so long you it's almost impossible to 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 speak some of these things. But the name of Jesus is greater, more powerful, above everything that is named, whether it's on earth, whether it's in heaven or whether it's underneath the earth, his name takes precedence over every circumstance, situation, problem, difficulty, and or person or thing, because his name takes priority. Why? Because it is the name that was given to him for having conquered, for having defeated the devil, for having lived a holy, perfect, sinless life, a name that he received as an inheritance by his father, a name that he received by having conquered an enemy that was impossible for us apart from Christ to conquer. And now he gives us that name so that we can go into all the world and preach the gospel. That in his name, we can do certain things. That we can accomplish certain things. It's not in our ability. It's not in our power. It's not in our might. But it is in what He has done. And the scripture says, if we are reading in the book of Matthew, <clears throat> it says, And He said unto them, Go, this is uh, uh, Mark, excuse me, sixteen fifteen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth uh, shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. See, we have to not only accept the name, believe the name, but exercise the name upon our lips. It says, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it shall not harm, harm them or hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Why? Because it's all done in the name that is above all names. It has been given to us, delegated to us, in the greatest power of attorney that has ever been given to a human being. Well, consider this today along with all those questions. We'll be examining these things. Join us on Wednesday as we look a little bit more into what is in a name. What is the power behind a name? And uh, exercise that authority. Exercise that power. But until then, the Lord richly and immensely bless you in Jesus' name. Keep looking up. Our Redeemer and redemption draweth nigh. Amen.